hey y'all hey y'all this uh it's your girl sex coming through um episode i don't know but uh this is my second episode dolo um shout out to stone cold gentlemen first we wanna uh let's go mind you i'm still learning <laughs> everything that we're a part of so we got the podomatic website check us out on that uh we also got iheart radio we also got spotify check us out on our like page on facebook stone cold gentlemen like subscribe all the above we're gonna start doing something uh new actually in the upcoming weeks um if you guys have a topic or something that you know, you want to talk about or something that you see on um, online that you might want to, you know, uh, talk about whatever, like, mention it in the comments. Also, if uh, you see, I'm sorry, I sound a little crazy. Um, I'm just trying to get my feel for all of this. But um, if you guys see something that, you know, something that's going on online or something, or if there's something that we've already discussed and you want to comment on, go ahead. Like, we love feedback. Feedback is amazing. You know, we've done a few episodes um, across the board when it comes to things. We did the, um, the Vibe episode. You know, with Sean, we also did the um the music episode with the the country music. We plan on doing a couple movies and other things. So if you guys have something that you want to, you know, piggyback on or you want us to talk about, like let's let's go. So anyway, let's big, let's go back into. I'm sorry, I talk too fast sometimes. Um, like I said, the sugar stacks. This is my episode, uh, part two, and we're just going to wing it. I don't know how it's going to go or where it's going to go, but we're, we're, we're going to dig into it. So uh, let's go into just life for me. Um, I've been... A DMV implant for almost two years and the relocating thing it was hard and I'm not gonna lie it's it's still hard like I'm still trying to adjust but even when it comes to like I, I'm getting to know people I'm getting to know areas like Chinatown shout to Chinatown in DC by like Capital Arena. I love the the vibe and the energy down there as far as bars and things. Um, Georgetown, I went kayaking <laughs> last year, last summer. I can't wait to go back and do that. But um, we're going to talk about dating in the DMV. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I'm from the Tri-State area. Shout out to Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl DMV implant. Um, the 908. 
um, Elizabeth next to Staten Island, and then the 732, which is um, like Rutgers University, that area. Like, um, I'm from there too. So, um, you know, that's just the tri-state area. Everybody always talks about how people from, like, the tri-state area are meaner than the DMV. But, like, me working in the airport and getting to know people. And I, somebody said this earlier today. He was a retired uh, FDNY uh, you know, he was a retired firefighter. And he was like, yo, like, everybody always makes it seem like everybody from the tri-state is just so mean. He said him and his wife, they've traveled across the world, but they, um, they recently, they ended up in Fort Lauderdale as where they were living at, but they've literally been traveling all over. People from the DMV happen to be a little bit meaner. A little bit, like, people from the tri-state, they said, the, like, yo, you know, people, we're, we're the type that be like, oh, hey, what's up? Or they see us with a dog and they have a dog. Oh, you know, the dogs connect. But once they come down here, they're like, nope, dogs don't want to talk to each other. <laughs> they were like, yo, their dog didn't want to talk to another dog. Like, their other, the other dog was like, no, who are you? You know, like, it's just, it's just crazy. And even with the people, like, you're trying to get to know people and you're trying to understand people. You know, um, a lot of people from our area will say hello. And uh, people out here, they'll just look at you like, why are you talking to me? But in reality, like, that's what people in the DMV, like, how do I say it? People from the north are expected to be meaner. Like, if you come at me and you say hello, people are expecting me to not speak to you. But why would I not speak to you? Like, I don't have a reason not to say hello. I might not have a whole conversation, but I'm going to speak. You know, whereas other people are like, well, why are you saying hello? Or people that I walk across, I'm like, oh, good morning. And people look at me like, well, why would you be good morning? And then even with the dating, the dating pool, I think the dating pool, period, like, not even the, the tri-state, I think the dating pool in general just sucks. You have people that are already, you know, in relationships or going through their own trials and tribulations, and then you have the poly people, and all these other gender, or not gender, you have all these other different uh, types of people or stipulations, and it's hard. It's hard. It's like, do you really, like, with you knowing that you are monogamous, but you meet someone who is poly dating or whatever you want to call it, like, do you conform to who they are or do you open your 
your mindset and your your perspective or whatever to that? Or do you just say, fuck it? And you know what? I, I said it was just going to be me, but I got to bring Sean into this one. Because this wasn't even my plan. I wanted to do my own podcast, but Sean, he's right here. And he's playing the game, but we can hear him. Like, Sean, as, like, when it comes to dating, do you open up your your mindset in order to conform to, like, someone else? Like, if, if you meet a female and you decide that, hey, you know, this person might be a good, a compatible person, but they're poly and you're not, like, do you say, hey, maybe I might be open to that? Or do you just be like, no, nope, uh-uh, ain't going to happen. Like, do you conform, do you conform to the, the norm of what is? Or do you just... I say before you do anything, you try to get information of what it is. Because a lot of people will jump into it without even realizing what exactly it is. It may be the perfect fit for them. It's just that they never experienced it and they just going by what they may have seen or what they seen or what they or what they've heard about it. So it's like before you make a uh, a decision like that, what do you not like it? See if you actually like the job. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just crazy. Like for me, I'm open I guess to poly dating. But at one point, do you just be like, you know what, no. I want to close. Or what even makes, like, what is it that makes you decide? Well, maybe since, like, the other side of me, like, I always kind of felt like, well, if people are dating multiple people, then I might try to date them too. Or not date them too, but just date openly and figure out what it is. At one point, do you close? Do you really close and be monogamous? Or do you just... Or what if that person just decides that they are not the monogamous type? Like, is that okay with you? Or even if, like, do you open... And you really want to be with them, like, do you open up your mind to the idea of being able to date multiple people. Because I know people that have been like, yeah, well, I'm monogamous, but they want to be with someone and they're not. So then they conform to that. But at the end of the day, they're miserable and then they just end up alone. Do some people, do you think that like with dating, that some people set their standards too high? I think in terms of what they want, like everybody has a right to feel what they want to feel or get what they want to get. But the way the world is and the way what you want for your expectations, people too busy want that finished product and don't want nobody that actually is trying to work to to get that um to your expectation because. I'm gonna tell you that don't it don't all come 
naturally. That's for sure. So basically, you're saying that like that people people want like they want what they want. But it's got to be there. Right it has there. to be there, right there. So basically, like there are people that just they just want what they want. It is what it is. But they're not willing to put in the work to be able to get to where they are. Right. Because right. there's there's some people that you know, you meet that have like, you know, they might be struggling in the beginning or whatever, or they might have the characteristics to be what you want, but how much time, like, are you patient with them to really, like, uh, allow them to get to that point, or you're just like, you know what, I see your greatness, but I ain't got the time to be dealing with shit, so I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, what is it? Like, for me, I'm very patient. Like, I'm a very patient and understanding person. I'm an empath. I, you know, I'm emotional. I don't necessarily like to hold that shit on my fucking sleeve. But a lot of people that I've come in contact with, especially, like, in the DMV type, like, people take that shit for granted. They take the fact that, you know, I'm understanding and everything and they just run with it like, oh, well, she's understanding. So if I decide to disappear and go do whatever, then they get it and she's just supposed to understand. Other than really trying to, like, put in the work to show me that, like, you know, you're worth being patient for, right. if that makes sense. Right. Like, you got to show people that, like, yo... I know I'm going through my shit, but I'm trying to be there still. Or I'm trying to show you that, like, you know, I'm not like the rest to be there. Like, you have to, like that, like I said, I always talk about the representative. The representative shows you who people are from the beginning. But that representative only lasts for so long. It's few people in this world that actually show the representative and their representative is who they are and they mean what they say and they do what they say you know it's it it's not too many and i'm not taking away from maybe some people don't know how to do that maybe there are people that just don't know how to communicate or whatever but for me you can't say that you want all of this or you want certain things if you're not willing to put in the work towards it. Or, like, if I did something wrong, I don't need you to talk to everyone else about it. I need you to talk to me. You know what I mean? And it's up to me to be like, you know what, damn, I did fuck up. I dropped the ball. I'm going to fix this. Or something's wrong. Or maybe, you know... um, you know, maybe I don't want to. Maybe I don't feel like I did anything wrong. So, I'm not going to do that. You know? Like, it's just, it's a lot of shit. And you, you can't blame it. You can't put it on, oh, well, like, the DMV, it's country compared to the tri-state or whatever. People are going to be people, and it's up to you 
to figure out if you're actually going to get to know someone and really see past the representative or if you're just going to say, you know what, I see your representative, I see your actions, they trigger me, and I don't want to deal with it. And even then, how much triggering can you do? Like, I know someone who is triggered by a lot of different things. And you can say, I'm triggered by five different things. But that person might do maybe one or two of those triggering things, but everything else is good. So you stay with the person and decide to work it out, or you just say, fuck it, and you can't. I think maybe that all just goes to your, like, your stress levels and your levels of dealing with people. Like, I know because I work in the food industry, I'm around a million people a day. And I work at the airport. So I'm always coming across different people all the time. You know, it might be regulars that fly in and out, but it's few and far between. So with me doing that and getting to know these people, you know, do I just deal with it because I have no choice? Or if somebody says something to me that I don't like, do I say something? Or do I just say, hey, you know what? Yo, y'all cool as hell or whatever. Y'all going through whatever. I'm going to push all of this out on y'all so I ain't got to deal with it. All I got to do is work with the next person. You know? Everybody always thinks that people don't have feelings. But usually the people that push you the furthest away are the ones that have more feelings than anybody. You know? I've been one of those people. Like, I, um, I've been that person that, um, I've pushed people away that probably meant the most to me, all because I didn't know how to respond or I didn't know how to deal with things. So, that was just easier for me than to do anything else. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good for that. I'm known for that. It is what it is. So, um, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. But it's, it's cool. Like, like I said, at some point, you either are okay with dealing with or handling your own situations, or you're just like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. I got to let it go. At the end of the day, you have to do what's best and what works for you. Don't mind me. I got the hookah lit if you hear this. But, um, yeah, so... That's it as far as that goes. And then um, rejection. How do you do rejection? When it comes to rejection, like, if someone decides to ignore, like, my biggest pet peeve, I hate being ignored. Being ignored is one of the, the worst things that you can do for me. 
Um, I'm gonna say I'm all about communication. So if I'm talking to you and we have a rapport and you just start to try to you just act up or act funny, whatever, like if it's me, then tell me that I'm doing whatever I'm doing wrong. Allow me to be able to fix whatever the issue is, unless you know it you just feel as though it's unfixable. And even then, tell me that too. Be like, look, whatever we're going through, it's it's too much to deal with, and I can't. Or maybe sometimes when people go through things, they just need their space. Because I've had that too. Or you know what? It was just the situation was way too much for me. Before I decide to hurt your feelings or say something I'm gonna regret, I need to dial back. So that's what I do. I dial it back. And I just deal with it. Like, like I said, you never really know what it is. And it it's okay. Um Yeah. I really don't know what else to say. Um what else? What else? What else? Um, I said communication, which is what I've been going through lately. Communication has been the biggest problem in my life. Like I have people that I, I love more than anything. Communication, it's it's bad. But um, we also want to talk about good things. Let's talk about fucking moving in silence. Let's do that. Sometimes. Your best moves are to move in silence. There are things that you're going through, things and things you want to accomplish and you want to achieve and everything. Not everybody you talk to is going to want to be like your biggest fucking cheerleader. There's some people that literally just want to see you fucking fail. You know? Like, people that you, you, that have been in your life forever, but they just, they, they say they want you to be great, but then when you start being great and they start seeing the shit and they start seeing you move and, you you know, you're dealing with someone else or you doing whatever, motherfuckers just always got some negative energy towards you. And that's not cool, right? Like, that's bad. But how do you handle it? How do you deal with it? Do you, do you acknowledge that person and call them out on it? Or do you say, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. And they keep it moving. I say pray. I mean, either pray for it or just don't let it don't let it get to you because at the end of the day, whether you have friends that support you or friends that don't, it's still your dream and you're the one that's, that's coming up. That's the um that's the main focus. If they don't support you, yeah, it may hurt a little bit, but you don't do anything to stop your child. And uh, maybe they not adapted to your support or they just want you to feel like you're in their they're, you're in their own their own you know situation like they want you to be like them if they're if they're acting like that. 
Well, you saying I'm a, I want a child to just like me, and I've done so. It is what it is. But um, yeah, you can't, you know, well, trip off of it. But even then, like, if that's the case, then why not support each other? Like, like why not support each other and just be there, like? Like, support each other in, in silence. Like, not everything needs to have a response. Right. Like, there are things that I might say on Facebook or something. And this is a random, regular post. I don't need everybody to comment and, you know, in the post, like, to like or love whatever I'm saying. And even then, like, why laugh about it or like it? When you know you don't fucking mean it. Right. Like, what's the point of that? And sometimes you could be posting as a way of venting or just expressing expressing your own personal joy that you wanted to share. It's not about being shown off a book. Right. This is how you this is how you feel. That's the whole point of even being able to, you know, write a post or whatever. You never like I said, you never know what somebody's going through. You never fucking know. I posted something the other day where I was like, I'm feeling loved. And I had all the hearts and shit. And I told Sean, I was like, well, maybe I need to delete that. And he was like, well, why the hell would you delete it? Like, you're in your moment, you know, you were going through something. Someone made you smile. Someone made you, you know, have hope and positive light, you know what I mean, towards your situation. And you wanted to share that. So, despite whatever people feel or whatever, why why dim your light for someone else? Exactly. You know, like, there's no reason for that. Like, you know, you're in your moment. I finally felt like someone understood and someone was just there for a second. And it was one of the few people that actually know everything that was going on. But they really shed light to me to help bring me back to life. So I was like, damn, I feel loved right now. You know, not to say that I don't love myself because I do. But, like, I feel the love and energy from someone else that's pouring in that positive energy for me. And it wasn't even just that one person, you know. Sean had a way in that, too. My friend had a way in that, you know. Like, let's pour the positive and everybody's always so negative nowadays, especially with everything going on. People are like, oh well, it's a good day. And somebody, goes, oh well, I stubbed my toe. So that makes it a bad day. Right. Like, but you woke up. You woke up to be able to stub your fucking toe. So be happy with the fact that you woke up to do that, you know? People ask me all the time, me being in the, the um, restaurant industry, how are you today? And I'm like, well, I'm here. I'm here. Not even the fact that, like, oh, I'm here, I'm alive. Like, I'm alive, and I'm here to be able to talk to you and to take your order and be able to move and with my limbs being a, a little weak sometimes. But I'm here enough to be able to put your order in to make sure you have the best experience at my establishment before you hop on your flight 
or before you go do whatever you gotta do. You know, like I said, you just you just never know. There are people I've come in contact with where my managers were like, "Yo, these people are the rudest people on the freaking planet. Nobody wanted to deal with them." And who got them to be friends? Me. I might have been rude as hell right back or whatever, but once you listen to people's stories and you see what people are going through, you know, sometimes people just need to, even us, I vent, when Sean and I actually have our best friend, when we have our moments, sometimes we will record them and other times we don't. But when we just have our, our late night bestie thoughts, you know, just being able to, to get out everything that I'm going through emotionally. Even if Sean is listening, Sean always got answers. He is not Gandhi out this bitch. But sometimes it's good to just be able to have someone that, like, you can just pour your heart out to who's not going to judge you and understand and be like, Ayo, we got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that indirect support system. I had that, and I didn't even know I had it. I don't talk to my sisters all the time, but I know I love them and they love me. And I know, you know what I mean? If I ever need anything and they really, and I need it like that, they got my back and I got theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got to be cool every day. They live in Jersey. I'm in Maryland. Like, I ain't got to be, you know, present all the time. But they know I got them and I, you know, I've never done anything with, you know, bad intent with them and I know when I'm with them they got me and I ain't gotta worry about shit either. Like we are what we are, we are who we are. So it just is what it is. Um but that's really all I wanted to talk about today. Um I said I was gonna give thirty minutes and we're close to 31. So, um, this has been a late night thoughts with stacks. We're going to do the bestie late night thoughts in the next couple days. Um, so shout out again to Stone Cold Gentleman. Uh, shout out to, uh, everyone subscribing uh, iHeartRadio, Podomatic, um, iHeartRadio, Podomatic, uh, what else? I need to really learn all of this because I keep going. iHeart, Spotify, <laughs> uh, we got our Facebook community page, Stone Cold Gentleman, and we got the website, www.thestonecoldgentleman.com where you'll get all our episodes updated and everything. And if you subscribe by just putting that, there's a format where you can um, just put your email and your name and you'll get um, all the updates of what we're doing concerning the episodes. No, I've got a contact area to do the same thing. Um, just come out, support us. Uh, this is not saying we're fledgling. We're starting off we're trying to get the kinks out of it. It'll be a year coming up real soon. So, you know, a lot of people who will go through certain situations in terms of doing this podcast and seeing like nobody's getting around, 
getting to know them or giving up, they'll they will actually give up. But I put it like this: if we got one person or even two people that's actually listening, and following, then it's a good thing. We're going to do better, and we will get better. But we also want to get to know you. We want to get to know you. We want to get to know the people who are liking and subscribing. So if you guys ever have, you know, comments under whatever we're saying, if you guys feel as though, you know, you want to share our our podcast, we have someone listening, Kenya. Yeah, Kenya. Shout, Shout out to Kenya, Kenya. Yeah. all day. Yes. She, um, actually, she, yeah, she actually takes one of our podcast episodes and shares it with her. With her on her page, and if y'all friends with her, like I am, and all that, and she I has think she a, did two of them. She right? did, matter of fact, she did two of them. She did two. Yeah. So if she if and she turns it into like a try to do it in a conversation piece. So I give much love to her for actually taking the time out to actually listen and vibe with our our episodes enough for her to share and try to turn it into a conversation piece. It will get there, and we will get better. And, of course, this is your boy, Sean T. This is Stacks. Thank you for my 30 minutes of thoughts. Shout-outs to all the Stone Cold gentlemen, Dre, Kevin Rucker, who got got his own podcast. He's our DJ who does our um, Friday, Stone Cold Friday Grooves. Friday Grooves, Midnight is coming Thursday. And we are, yeah, and definitely, um, his podcast is is banging. It's DJ Kevin Rucker podcast, or probably called DJ Kevin Rucker the Cherry Room. Has all the mixes that you want from house to uh R and B, old school, soca, Afrobeats, all that. Whatever you think of, he got it. So until then, stacks out. Let's go. Peace out.